The evidence for the common ancestor thing is the fact that we share the same genetic code and all of that. We have a universal genetic code. So there's like we share some traits, you know, genetic traits and it shows that, okay, we must have evolved from the same ancestor. But couldn't that just mean as well, like why is it that we don't entertain the thought that it could have just been we were made by the same creator? Hey guys, my name is Jemima and welcome back to the Diary of a Jesus Kid podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, I'm super stoked to have you. Thank you so much for tuning in. That is not a word I use often, so it shows that I'm definitely excited to have you. Um, Thank you for tuning in today. I hope you love it here and I hope you're coming back again, hopefully. Um, And if you're attending this now, welcome back. I know I've been away for like two weeks-ish and a good number of you have like come to drag me (laughs) and like, Jemima, where's the new episode? I'm like, I'm coming. But um, truth be told, this past two weeks, apart from the fact that I had an exam, you know, a lot has happened, you know, good and good and better better stuff have happened um we thank god in the end um and it has been so amazing the testimonies this season um but yeah i'm just excited to be back even though i didn't really leave but like yeah i'm excited to be here um thank you so much for tuning in and yeah okay so today i'm going to be talking about something that i feel like it's really different like it's something new like i haven't ever done anything like this um so i think it's going to be interesting um i hope you enjoy it um but the title may or may not have already given it away because i haven't even thought about what i'm going to title this um but if it hasn't given it away today we're going to be talking about the creation story and majorly we're going to focus on the creation of man right and yes i'm going to give a little bit of backstory before we actually get into it because i love i love context right i want you guys to have the full context so that you can have the full picture of how this came about right okay so i was praying um this is another episode that was birthed from a place of prayer i believe or i know i don't anyways um yeah it came from a place of prayer i was praying and i do this thing where maybe it's a word that is just sticking out to me in my spirit and then the uversion bible app is just amazing for this and then i just search that word and i just look at the verses that relates to it like the verses that have that word in it and so one of the verses in psalm 139 really jumped out to me i can't remember what word you know i searched um, but one verse in Psalm 139 really jumped out to me. And so I was like, oh, I should go back to this whole chapter and just like look at it and just see what it's about, right? And I kid you not, as I read this chapter, I literally just started crying. Tears just started flowing from my eyes. And it was mostly because the realization, it was just amazing. And I know that anytime maybe you hear a sermon, maybe your pastor is saying, oh, you should go back and study this thing or write this down to study. I know that 
90% of us don't ever go back to study any of those scriptures that he mentioned. Um, but I will just really wish and pray and hope that you can actually go back to just look at Psalm 139. I think that's um, majorly verses 13 to 16 though. I think the revelation in that psalm is just amazing to see, especially if you struggle with identity. And by the way, this episode is majorly targeted at those that struggle with identity or maybe purpose and you don't know why you're here you don't know what you know you are made for what you're meant to be doing and all of those things and as we go on you see how all of these tie but yeah um i really hope that you can go back to actually study psalm 139 it's it was amazing for me like the life the holy spirit really gives to the bible is just insane so anyways i was reading that and he put him in mind to like okay go back to the creation like there's some ties here you know where we see thank you for making me so wonderfully complex thank you for you you know we see this popular one you knit me together in my mother's womb and so i was like okay let's go back to the creation story because there's some trend let me just go and like read it again and I think this is the first time that the passage in Genesis 1 and 2 is really just jumping out to me and specifically the section when you know man was created man and woman and I don't know it was just amazing and this is also another side note because ultimately the the goals or the goal of all of these things is just to get you into the word because most of these things if you haven't noticed by now they are we're talking about the bible right and these are just from my personal study and the things that the holy spirit is showing me and i'm sharing with you um but i hope that you would be stirred and be pushed to actually go back yourself and sit down with the bible and especially this is a challenge like sit down with that scripture that you know so well i think i've said this maybe on one of the episodes before but sit down with the that maybe psalm 1 or psalm um, 91 or psalm 23 that verse of scripture that you know you're so familiar with and i kid you not pray before you start ask the holy spirit to reveal his word to you and I can almost tell you for certain that if you're serious and you are committed to it, like he's going to bring out things that you never would have imagined, you never would have brought out, you know, you never thought of. Maybe you know that scripture by heart, but it just never struck you in that way. And that's the amazing thing about the Holy Spirit who inspired scripture is that he has a billion of things to bring out for me, a billion of gems to bring out from these words of scripture so it's just amazing when you involve him like he brings so much ease into bible study like i don't know i know it's not just me but anyways i rambled a lot okay so let's get back into it okay so while i was like thinking about that i came into creation of man and i was just amazed and awed by what happened when man was created right and so I was now thinking, I started thinking about evolution and in this part of the world, in Northern America, evolution is a big deal. Like it's a really, really big deal because where I came from, um, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like there wasn't a lot of force about evolution. Like we all knew and agreed that God created the heavens and the earth and there was not much debate 
about it or at least around where i grew up there wasn't any much talk about it or like dispute right we're all okay with that but like coming here it's just evolution there's evolution that and literally this semester i feel like has been the worst in that sense because every single one of my professors even when the topic has nothing at all to do with evolution i'm just like this was so totally unnecessary right but they just find a way to say oh our common ancestor this our common ancestor that or when we evolve you know we didn't evolve with this particular trait or this and that and i'm just like okay it's okay like (laughs) you know and one of my professors even said and i quote brains did not he was just making a statement and he was like oh you know that brains did not start with humans and i'm just like uh okay (laughs) i i just say it out loud obviously i don't want to be rude but i just like in my head i'm just like okay cool yeah nice story um anyways i don't even know like i don't quite find a reason in evolution but my biggest problem with the evolutionary theory especially in relating in in relation to the creation of man or how man quote-unquote evolved is that there's absolutely there's absolutely no thought to man's being right the universe that people usually attribute everything to the universe didn't want you here if we're just being real and honest here you were just birthed out of necessity so it was basically a survival tactic that's what evolution tells me that's all i can bring up from you know the fact that we started off as one single celled organism and we kept evolving and plants came to be and we kept evolving and then apes and then finally man like that's all i can bring up from it that you were just a survival tactic right um natural selection where you know we evolved hands because it helped us to grab food or we evolved you know a brain because it taught us to run you know fight or flight that kind of all that jazz like really it's it's just been getting to my head especially this semester like we were talking so much about it i'm just like can you guys just stop like i don't know i don't see how it makes sense and i don't see how knowledge professors are like believing this thing so strongly but anyways that this is not what this episode i'm not i'm not even focusing on evolution this episode but that's my biggest problem with evolution the evolutionary theory as a whole is that there is no thought towards man's creation so i don't know how you can now come back and tell me you know motivational speakers they'll be telling you that oh you need to find your purpose and so i'm like okay if i evolve from an ape and i'm not really more valuable than the ape that i evolved from and we're all kind of like the same thing then what is my purpose like why am i here why is it wrong for someone to i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry for saying this but i can't find a nicer way to say this but why is it wrong for someone to want to commit and you know what i mean by that why is it wrong because the universe didn't want me here in the first place so why would i be here and be suffering and i cannot do anything about it i'm just here i'm just suffering i'm in so much pain and i cannot just go or like cease to exist because the universe didn't want me here so i'm just doing the universe a favor right because there wasn't any thought right and so i strongly believe that if you 
really and i'm not judging you or saying that you are stupid for believing in the evolutionary theory but i'm just saying that i don't see how you believe in that and then still simultaneously believe that you have purpose here you know that there's a reason you are here on earth there's a you know there's something that you have to do on this earth i don't see the reason why i should go to work i don't see the reason why i should do anything or wake up every morning and brush my teeth and want to do something because why am i even here in the first place like what is this all about right and so that's my biggest problem with evolution i've said it over and over again but it's for good reason right and so especially i i also was thinking about this like you know how it's very detrimental to children when they hear their parents say oh they were a mistake you know how maybe the parents weren't planning to have this child and so they say things like you know oh this one was a mistake it just happened like it was by accident that i had this child and we know how detrimental that is to the person so again tying to like this purpose thing so if you believe in evolution and that you you know it was just all some accident some big bang theory and it was just some big accident then it's going to stick with you even unconsciously because the child hearing that i was a mistake most of the time we see that except they actually deal with that thing we see the child actually you know growing up to feel rejected and going into a lot of making a lot of regrettable mistakes because they just feel like they were they were unwanted right they my parents didn't even want me here in the first place so i might as well just do whatever and you know all of that so anyways this is already getting long and we've not even get gotten to the meat of this but anywho um so yes this is my problem with the evolutionary theory but then when you come into the life of or into the light of creation excuse me um and i'm just going to read from genesis 1 verse 26 so that we can be on the same page here okay so verse 26 and this is the creation of man after god has created everything else and so he says then god said let us make man in our image according to our likeness i'm just going to pause there for a second now if you're familiar with the creation story i think everybody should be because to the natural man when you want to read the bible the first place you're opening is genesis 1 in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth that is common knowledge to like almost everybody um, that is a christian right so we see that first chapter we just see like it was just there was no debate there was no dispute there was no discussion it was literally god just saying let there be light and there was light that was literally from like the first about the first 25 verses that was literally the whole gist if we were to summarize it in one sentence it's just let there be and there was that that's creation that because god is that you know i'm not even getting into like oh, who god is and or how powerful god is but just know that god is omnipotent so if he says let there be there will be like there is no debate to that right because he's god he has the ability to do that so anyways that was creation right with the animals with the fish let there be and there was but then we come to verse 26 and then we see something entirely different and it says let us make man in our image according to our likeness so from that we just see that if god have you ever thought about the fact that if god just said let there be man 
have you thought about the fact that there will be man like it was going to happen if God just decided to just say it and just like he did with the whole of creation it would have happened just as he said it because the Bible says he has not spoken a word that will return to him void every word he speaks would accomplish the purpose that it was sent you know to the earth I think I'm not quoting it verbatim but yeah every word no word returns back to God for it so if he says let there be man there will be man have that at the back of your mind but instead they decided to come together and when you see the the um the wordings used it says let us so it wasn't just a singular decision it was the godhead they came together father spirit son i can imagine i'm a very visual learner so i like to role play things in my head and just like play it out and see how things might have happened right and so it says let us make man in our image i can imagine father spirit son they are seated and they're discussing like okay we've made all of these things they're all good so now let us make man in our image after our likeness right and i can imagine like the holy spirit now says yeah let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth and you know jesus is like yeah that sounds like a great idea right i know that you know i know they're the same in being right but anyways we're not getting into that but just imagine right paint that picture in your head and they're discussing this is a discussion from just barely saying let us make man there was no discussion in the creation of the goods there was no discussion in creating of light he just simply said let there be and there was but then when he came to man he said let us make man in our image so that the very first thing i want to point out to you is that there was thought there was thought to your creation there was thought to the creation of man he said let us make man they rubbed minds together they didn't have to but they did they sat down and said let us do this thing you know man is called god's prized creation and rightfully so because he thought like he sat down he didn't think about how to create the lions he literally just spoke to the earth let there be and as amazing as it was it came to be that that was the trick take it or leave it that is you know that's not for me to argue with you but he did all of that and we see the vastness of the animals and it's like so amazing but then he didn't do he didn't create man like that he created us with so much difference and is another problem i have with the evolutionary theory is that we see that man is undoubtedly very complex like we're so so complex just our eyes the you know the way we can discern different colors we can see you know the brain okay side note or like a digression i watched a video the other day this might be a trigger for you so just skip the next two minutes if you know you don't want anything that might be triggering a little bit i apologize in advance but i watched a video right and they were dissecting brains and because i'm, I'm just a, i don't want to call myself a psychopath but anyway anyways i watched a video of dissecting brains and i was just going through the comments and the comments were like i can't believe this used to hold memories i can't believe this used to hold you know this piece of flesh and it literally just looked like piece of meat i'm not even joking it looked like meat you know how 
okay this is getting <laughs> okay i'm not going to go into that um but the comments were just like i can't believe this thing had a lot of memories had feelings had all of this and it's just so amazing how could a brain and I, you tell me that it just evolved it just happened no now like we, we know too much to believe that to be true but anyways right we see that god they sat down and said let us make man in our image after our likeness and right there immediately after he said that they now said they will reign they gave purpose right there there was you know so you're created with thought and then there was a purpose for your creation he didn't just you know everything he just created right he just created things he didn't really give it a particular or a specific purpose like he did with man he gave us a purpose and that was dominion over every created thing right and so again like i said this is for the ones that feel like you know you don't know your identity or you struggle with purpose right here you see that from the onset of creation god had purpose he had plans right for the creation of man it it wasn't just something he just did because he could because he could right but he had thoughts to this this was his star creation right all of the creation of everything was leading up to this moment with man okay so anyways so we move on and then we see that verse 27 we now see so god created human beings in his own image in the image of god he created them male and female he created them so we're just going to put that at the back of our heads for now right and then fast forward to genesis 2 and we actually see how the creation actually took place so remember we talked about how there was thought to it right there was deliberation in the godhead they didn't need to you know but they talked about it they discussed about it right and then now we go to chapter 2 verse verse 7 and we see how man was actually created right so genesis 2 verse 7 i'm going to read from nkjv and it says and the lord god formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living being so now nothing else this is another distinction with the creation of everything else and the creation of man is that nothing else took god's hands on creation like nothing else took god putting his hand with the dirt like getting dirty he literally you know how when you're about to like paint something or you're about to cook you know some people i don't i don't do it but people you know put on their aprons and their chef hats and all of that and you know you're getting ready to work you're about to get dirty so you don't want to stain yourself and all that so this is god imagine god you know the potter with clay in his hands with dirt in his hands and he's about to form man and so he takes dirt and he's molding he's molding ears he's putting eyes he's like hmm i'm gonna put eyes here i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and now it wasn't just that he was just freehanding or freestyling because we know that even if god chooses to freestyle it'll still be amazing it'll still be good everything he did was good right or is good but he said from that um statement in genesis 1 26 he said let us make man in our image after our likeness so there was a blueprint for the creation of man and this when i thought about this i was like wow 
there was a blueprint he didn't just freehand you you didn't just evolve from some ape just because the universe needed somebody that had a brain or that could think or that could talk Mm-mm. all that is i don't know i don't know but there was a blueprint he said let us make man in our image after our likeness so as god is molding with the clay or with the dust of the ground he's looking at himself and using himself as the blueprint for what he's making i don't know but i really found that very very beautiful because you would think that you know he could just he was all powerful but still he took the pain he took the time to create man to mold to make fingernails and you know to put a nose where it is he had a blueprint he's looking okay make sure to include this include that include this and so that was just something very amazing for me when i just saw that and he just really came to life that he didn't just you were not just a, you're not a mistake and i know that maybe you've heard it before or maybe you've heard your parents say that to you or you had people you know talk about it and it seems like a joke to them but i just want you to know that you're not a mistake there was intention to your creation he had a blueprint he had what he was looking at when he put your ears where it was when he made your lips the way it is right and that this is really just tying into the psalm 139 that i was talking about where the psalmist says you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb and this is verse 13 and he says thank you for making me so wonderfully complex your workmanship is marvelous how well i know it and i just really really love that because there was so much intention there was so much attention to detail you know with the creation of man and okay i know that god went through that whole process for the man for adam right but then i remember coming across um a quote from a book that someone wrote and the author was like your god hates women they were an afterthought to him (sighs) okay first of all that could not be farther from the truth or it could not be any farther from the truth than it is um but let's just get into scripture let's just leave feelings and opinions aside and just get into scripture so let's go back to verse 27 it says so god created man in his own image in the image of god he created him male and female he created them male and female not just the male and the female now okay my question or i know that that person possibly just read this portion of scripture where it says um and there was no helper fit for a man and so then god made the woman right but my question for that person is that or if you have that idea is that don't you think that god knew that there was not a helper fit for man like nothing else was created with that level of attention to detail he didn't get dirty get his hands dirty to mold anything else he didn't have to do that for the lions or for the fish so don't you think that god knew that there wasn't it's not possible for this man to find something that he can you know mate with if that is allowed (laughs) that sounds so weird 
But I'm just saying that he knew that nothing else, he didn't create anything else with that level of attention to detail. And now we come in to see how he created Eve. And he says, and this is verse 18. And it says, then the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. I'm going to read that from the NKJV as well. And it says, and the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. I love those wordings, comparable to him. I will make something or someone that looks just like him. But then the very interesting thing is that as God put Adam to sleep and took a rib from his ribs, so even the idea of surgery even came from God because he performed the first surgery. We say, it sounds funny, but like it's the truth. He put him under general anesthesia, aka a deep sleep. And then, you know, have you thought about why didn't God do it while he was awake? He could have, you know, but he put him in a deep sleep and he takes a one of his ribs, right? And then he closes him back up and then, okay, so this is verse 21 and he says, So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep while the man slept. The Lord God took one out of the man's ribs and closed up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib and he brought her to the man. And now, the interesting thing or the beautiful thing that the Holy Spirit revealed to me in this is that the woman wasn't made in the image of Adam. Adam wasn't the blueprint for Eve. Because if you go back to chapter 1 verse 27, it says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. So Eve was also created in the image of God. So as a woman, don't feel like, and I'm just speaking to my ladies on here, I don't feel like you are second class or God created. Don't buy the lie that God hates women. I don't like. I don't know how you would say a statement like that. But anyways, um, don't buy that lie that you were an afterthought to God. He knew that there wasn't a helper, so he he had the plan that he's going to do that same thing. And he just used the rib from the man because he only ever needed one. And that's a whole theology behind that. But anyways, you get the gist. Right, so women were also created, you know, Eve was also created with that level of attention to detail. Okay, so now bringing that into the light of Psalm 139, and just reading from verse 13, and it says, You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. And I really love how David really just went into details in that. And I'm just going to start from that verse 16. It says, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. And this just reminds me of Jeremiah 1.5 when God is telling Jeremiah, before I formed you, I knew you. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I have appointed you. When Jeremiah is like, God is like, uh, I'm going to send you. 
as a prophet and Jeremiah is like uh not me I can't speak and God is like I knew you before I formed you and I just want you to just take a second to just think about that there was so much thought to your creation you know even in that verse chapter 139 it says how precious are your thoughts about me O God they cannot be numbered that's verse 17 so God has thoughts about you he thinks about you evolution doesn't evolution tells you that you just came to be you just happened but there was thought he he set out purpose and I love the um that verse 16 as well that every moment was laid out before a single day had passed so he recorded you know I can imagine when he's about to create me he's like okay she's going to be born on April 19th so so and so year I'm not going to give out my age like that <laughs> if you know you know um she'll be born on April 19th and then you know the angel i can imagine an angel right beside him just taking notes because he said he clearly said every day of my life was recorded in your book so it's being recorded on day 2000 this is what she's going to accomplish this is what she's going to do this is where she's going to go have you ever thought about a creator could you could you have imagined a creator so intentional so loving that he would take his time out to plan out my days. I know you have your long-term goals and you have your you know, 10-year goal and 5-year goal, which is amazing. But do you realize that God has daily goals for you? He said, every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. He has daily plans. And so for the one who thinks, who doesn't know what they, you know, what they're here for. God has daily plans for you. Yes, he has a general plan. Yes, he has a 10-year plan, a 20-year plan. But each day he has something. And you may not know it, but he knows it. So isn't it just for us to trust him? Like, God, today I surrender to you. I surrender to your plans. Whatever you want me to do today. Or just be like, hey, Holy Spirit, okay. I'm here. What's in the books for today? What are we doing today? What's the plan? And he has it. He has the schedule. Like, why I say I love that God is so detailed is that he's such a planner. Especially with man. He's such a planner. This is God taking time to record every detail about your life. Every single thing. The day you were born and even the day you would die. And I just think about this often, that the God that could appoint my birthday and my death day, he can provide for the in-between. For him to have detailed it so much, that means he has made provisions. So I will trust him. And it's, it's just so insane. Verse 14 says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. He didn't just make you anyhow. Mm-mm. God never creates anything useless. He doesn't have time for that. He had plans before he formed you. I love that with Jeremiah. But it's not just for Jeremiah. It's for all of us. Before he formed you, you know, it's it's irresponsible for parents um, 
to wait till the child is a certain age like if you especially if you have the resources to do that you wait till the child is like getting to college before you start thinking of how to get the college money you start saving even from when you just you know get married you can start saving for your kids and that's a responsible thing to do right so if you could be responsible like that to prepare for your child's future how much more god how much more god and this is what david realized he says you made all the delicate inner parts of my body you saw me before i was born you watched me as i was being formed in utter seclusion in the dark of the womb before you became an egg cell in your mother's womb before you became you know before that union that divine union happened between your dad and your mom god already planned it they didn't plan it they may not have wanted a boy or wanted a girl but god planned it because he has assignments that only you can do so i just hope someone else is seeing this and just understanding this that they are pla- he has pla- he says i know the thoughts that i have towards you i know the plans i have towards for you they are plans of good thoughts of good and not of evil i had thoughts it's so amazing So I hope like David you get to understand that he knows your sitting and your rising. He knows every detail. He literally said the very hairs on your head are numbered. God is that meticulous about details that he will count your hair strands. How can you say that a God that counts your hair strands doesn't care about you? Like how do how do we even come to ever believe that kind of thing? He knows. He recorded every single day before a moment has passed. He's a responsible father. That he made plans for you before he brought you into the world. That's why it seems like Jeremiah already had a purpose at birth. because he made him he formed him in the womb for such a time as that we see all the people in the bible that were barren god had to seal their womb because their child was not ready to be born yet there was a specific season you know we see that with hannah and samuel we see that with elizabeth and john the baptist there are specific assignments So I want you to see that with yourself as well. You were born on the day that you were born, in the place that you were born for a specific purpose. You are in a place right now for a purpose. And this is really just speaking to me. But I hope that it resonates with someone else. He's so intentional, so detailed. So don't believe the lie that you evolved from some... What I don't know. And another thing i just think about and it has really been pressing on my heart to just say it so i'm just going to let it out here the evidence for the common ancestor thing is the fact that we share the same genetic code and all of that we have a universal genetic code so there's like we share some traits 
you know, genetic traits and it shows that, okay, we must have evolved from the same ancestor. But couldn't that just mean as well, like, why is it that we don't entertain the thought that it could have just been we were made by the same creator? Like, you will see a Picasso painting and you know it's Picasso, maybe because he signs it or he has a particular style in which he creates things. So why do we think it different from God? What if all of that is just God's blueprint? His fingerprint is God literally just saying, I was here, this was me. But we've turned it into something else and we said, oh, it means that we all evolved somehow. I'm just going to leave you with that thought that instead of this common ancestor maybe it's just a common creator maybe that's just it maybe it's just the same being that made everything and that's why there are some shared traits maybe just maybe so i hope this encourages someone especially if you are struggling with identity you were made in the image of god he put thought into your creation and he doesn't create a mess. He doesn't make a mess. He wouldn't take all that time to mold you and not have a plan and just do it because he can. No. Even before they made man, we see it in Genesis 1.26. He says, and they let them have dominion over the earth. He had a purpose. He set the purpose down before he even started the creation, before he started molding. That is the God we serve, guys. And another distinction also is that even after molding, man did not just come to be. He breathed it into our nostrils before life came. That's also to show you that that he, he created us with that eternal, you know, it was just made for eternity. We're made for eternity. We're not made to die or to pass away we have the breath of god that is the life of god because as he breathed into us that was his spirit and man now became a living being every other thing had life just by his words but man had life by his breath that should count for something another little note that I just found and again please just go back to read Psalm 139 there's just so many gems in it even from verse 1 it says oh Lord you have examined my heart and you know everything about me you know when I sit and when I stand you know my thoughts even when I'm far away you know everything I do you know what I'm going to say even before I say it it's very interesting that God knows what I'm about to say in prayer before I say it, but he still wants to hear me say it. The Bible says, you know, this is Jeremiah 29, 12, and it says, in those days when you pray, I will listen. And David says, in one of his Psalms, he says, because you bend your ear to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. So God already knows what I'm going to say before I say it, but still, he longs to hear me say it. The Holy Spirit longs to hear you talk to him. He knows, he's like, I can't, I, I don't even think I could do it, that I know what you're about to say. It's this kind of like, when someone is telling you a joke, 
that you already know and they just start talking and you're like oh i heard that before and that's just like an instant kill joy it's just like mm-mm, you're no fun but just imagine and the holy spirit i'm like telling him about my day and he's like uh-huh what happened next what happened next like he doesn't already know that is insane and that is beautiful it's so beautiful and so precious and special and I just pray that someone just hears these words and just goes back to talk to your maker that you actually come back he created you for something so much more than what you're doing right now you were created with intention and so if you struggle with purpose all I would say is just stick with him because he will never watch you he will never allow you to fall he says I uphold you with my right hand he will not let you slip he's holding you so like Abraham if he says get up and go to land I will show you even if you are going in the wrong way you can trust that whatever direction I am taking is the right thing because if I am going the wrong way God is able to reroute me so that's it just be faithful stay with him study the word build a relationship with the holy spirit get intimate with him and there is no way on earth because the steps of the godly are ordered by god there is no way on earth that you're going to miss it no way there's no way i can ever miss it as long as i stay rooted i cannot bear bad fruit He literally said, and it's just common sense. An apple tree cannot produce orange fruits. It doesn't happen. A good tree will always produce good fruits, but you have to be rooted. So I guess that's the encouragement for anybody today. And it's also just like that evolutionary theory thing is just... I just it maybe it's cause just cause it really just got to me this semester. It was just a lot. But I just hope that someone is encouraged and you understand that there's a purpose for you, there's a plan for you, and even if you don't know it, that's okay. God knows it. Trust the one that knows it. You may not know it, that's okay. Trust him. He knows the plans he has for you. He knows. So this is me trusting what he knows. I don't have all the answers. And most of the people that, you know, in the Bible, he didn't really give them the entire blueprint because I've heard someone say that if God gives us the entire blueprint for our lives, we might be scared. Some people he tells them the end goal and some people he just says, like Abraham, go to a land I will show you. Some people, it's just a little things like Elijah that he was just led. Go to this brook and I will send ravens there to feed you. He didn't tell him everything he was going to do all at once. It was just little steps. And so I hope you encourage that as you walk with him, he will tell you little things to do. And you just need to do. Just be obedient. And just go where he says go. And do what he says do. And that's it. That's a life well lived. You will never be out of line. You will never go out of purpose that way. Never. You can quote me. 
So without further ado, um, I feel like I've spoken too much, um, but this this was just something really special to me and I just really needed to get it off my chest. Um, so without further ado, I would like to close this off with a quick prayer and we'll call it a day. Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for making us so wonderfully complex. Thank you for the thoughts and the attention to detail that you took when you were creating us. Thank you because you created us with so much precision that we couldn't possibly attribute our existence to chance. Thank you because you know the plans that you have for us. Even when we don't know, even when it feels like we're just going without direction, Thank you because you are a faithful father that you never leave the one behind. And so we trust that you will never leave us without direction. So Holy Spirit, I pray that you help us to walk with you. Help us to listen to your leadings, your daily leadings. Us to accomplish all that you've set for us in your books to accomplish each day. I pray that you strengthen us. You give us ears that hear you and feet that go where you send us. Help us to trust that you are a provider and you're not an irresponsible father. So you won't send us where you've not made provision for us. Thank you because we can trust you. That you are Jairi and you are enough. You are all we will ever need in this world. Because we can't have you and lack. Because you are our shepherd. So we pray that you just teach us to trust you more. Teach us not to lean on our understanding to find our identity in you because that way nothing can take us away when we understand that we were made in your image we will be rooted and grounded and in the end Lord let our lives just bring you glory let our light so shine that men will give glory to you on our behalf the causes to worship you. In Jesus' name I prayed. Amen. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Um yeah this was this was a good one. This was a big one for me. Um just understanding how much thoughts like nobody can tell me anything. I was like on a cloud 99 that that Monday when I just got this revelation that it's literally a revelation that there was so much attention, so much precision. I'm not an accident. I don't care what might have transpired with my parents, but I was on intention. And before this episode gets just like super chaotic, I just want to close this off 
right now but thank you so much guys for tuning in i am so excited i am also excited for what god is going to do with us in this next season um because if you didn't know i turned a new age in the last two weeks two weeks ago actually um and yeah it's just been exciting um and also scary because i don't know what this new season is going to bring um but we're learning right to trust god day by day i don't need to know the full picture i just need to know today's assignments and i just need to be faithful with today's assignments and the rest is going to take care of itself the bible literally says tomorrow will worry about itself there's enough trouble tomorrow for itself so yes um if you enjoyed this episode let me know um shout out to you who have been following up those that have been like up to date and like reaching out like oh when is the next one that has set reviews it's been so amazing it's been overwhelming i love you guys so much thank you um for sharing with me things that you're learning thank you for reaching out to me um i really love that i really do um it gets kind of lonely on my end because it's just me over here maybe soon we'll start having guests let me know if that's something you guys are excited for because i know i definitely am i just need to figure out exactly how to do it (laughs) but yeah uh yeah so before i start talking too much um yes you can rate it subscribe do whatever like it share with your friends most importantly especially this one share with someone you feel like is trying to figure out what their purpose is in life and you know i just pray that yeah this reaches the ears that desperately do need to hear it um and yeah i'm counting on you and myself as well to be faithful in spreading that gospel and yes without further ado i love you with the love of christ bye